give listeners an opportunity to respond to the message. Hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And this week, we're going to listen to Dr. Scott Gibson as he reminds us that after our sermons, we need to give our listeners time to respond. When we preach, we want to make an impact on our listeners. That's our goal. It's not necessarily we who are ones that make the impact. God ultimately does. But when we think about the conclusion of the sermon, and as we bring it to an end, we want to give our listeners the opportunity to respond to the message. And how do we do that? Once we have landed the plane with the conclusion, What do we do, what can we do in order to help our listeners reflect and respond to the message? In a lot of churches, what happens immediately after a sermon is that a hymn is announced and in some places an invitational hymn is given and then the listeners have an opportunity to respond by sitting in their seats and praying or even coming up to the front of the sanctuary and bowing in prayer and praying with the elders or the deacons or the pastor. But of course there are any number of ways that we could conclude our sermons by enabling our listeners to have an opportunity to respond to that which has been preached. One way is that we could simply allow a time of prayer. That is, we would lead in a thoughtful prayer with our listeners about the sermon itself. That is, the idea, the purpose to which we have been moving. But it's not a prayer in which we would re-preach the sermon review. Oh, Lord, we thank you, one, that you are a wonderful God, two, that you are a gracious God. Not that. But a prayer that thoughtfully brings our listeners to the place where our purpose for the sermon has been sketched out. Another type of prayer, of course, is a time of silence, a silent prayer where the listeners can reflect and respond and even possibly in a reflective type of silent prayer, leading them by suggesting items for them to pray about as they spend some time in silence. And it also might be a responsive type of prayer, a prayer that you, as the pastor or the worship uh, folks, the worship team, has put together that encapsulates the uh, goal of the sermon itself. Another way, in addition to to prayer, might be music. That is, different kinds of music. Uh, It might be that there's a a choir or uh, an ensemble of some sort that will sing a reflective type of song that is in tune with the message itself. It may be that there's a soloist, somebody who sings gently or somebody who plays on the guitar or some instrumentalist who plays a flute or a violin or some type of music that uh, is reflective and enables the listeners to respond to the message. Of course, as far as music is concerned, it could be a hymn or a, uh, a worship song that reflects the intent of the sermon itself. A prayer, music, but also confession. That is a time of confession, a led confession by the pastor or worship leader, a written out confession, whether it be in the worship bulletin or on a screen, where the congregation can respond to the message in a thoughtful way as they consider what God's word and the impact it has on their lives. 
It might be that you would want to allow the listeners to have some time to possibly write on their worship folder uh, some suggestions of ways in which they could put that which you have been preaching about into practice or suggest some action for them, writing a note or a letter, enabling them perhaps even to have opportunity to speak to those who are seated around them, uh, reflecting the intent of the message. Whatever it might be, what our goal is in preaching is to see that which we are speaking about applied to and have an impact on our listeners. So when we think about what it means to conclude a sermon and see what happens after the sermon, we want to do this. Give your listeners the opportunity to respond to the message. And that was Dr. Scott Gibson with this week's Preaching Points podcast. And thank you for listening to the Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. Every week we try to offer brief reflections on preaching that will point you toward preaching excellence. And as we conclude this calendar year, it might be good to spend some time reflecting on your preaching skills. And if you'd like to enhance them, we hope you'll consider attending our Advanced Preachers College this coming May. To learn more, simply go to the Center for Preaching website and look for information on the Advanced Preachers College, which will take place in May. All right, once again, I'm Brian Hedinga. Thanks for listening to Preaching Points. Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We had to find a different way to put our passion to work. If you love your job and love what you do, every day goes on as you want it. I think how we look at art can be world-changing. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. Masks, distancing, and frequent cleaning are just the beginning. Learn more at Baltimore.org.